It's the Tamarind episode. This is the Tamarind episode, take three. First time I recorded this, uh, the app just deleted it. So that was super fun. Um, second time, I, I think I was just like too much in my head. You know, when you, when you basically deliver a perfect pod, and then the recording fucks up. It just, it just changes your game. It changes your pod game. So this is take three of the Tamarind episode. Um, so this episode was supposed to come out yesterday. Uh, but because of the technical difficulties, i.e. me and my phone, it's, it's going to be a day later, but take three. I feel it. Um, and, and, and hopefully we stick with this one. All right. Let's, let's get into it. So this is an episode to make one last final plea case for you to go today to the Daisy store, which honestly your friendly neighborhood, Indian, Pakistani, Bengali, you know, store. I know y'all got one wherever you're listening to. It's not going to be super crowded like all the other stores, right? It's December 23rd. Just go in there, get you a mound, you know, like a nice mound or like cone. I don't know what the actual measurement of jaggery is. Get one of those, get a block of tamarind. So basically you can find dried tamarind pulp in a block. And if you're a paid subscriber, you already have many, many iterations of making tamarind water and just make you a nice big batch, double batch of tamarind water and just be ready for the holidays. Tamarind, tamarind needs to be a pantry staple. Once it just starts becoming like part of what you do when you're cooking, when you're entertaining, it's, it, it'll be a game changer. You know, I, I understand a lot of my recipes have about like on average, probably 23 ingredients. And that's like on the lesser side. Let's say you just want to deal with a salt and black pepper and maybe one other ingredient that needs to be tamarind. Okay. So that I'm going to try and be a little more organized in this take, take three about this podcast because I'm as soon as I start talking about tamarind I get ahead of myself we don't get into the what of it we just get into the the why and uh, we, we skip a lot of steps so let's let's start let's start in the beginning here so tamarind is a fruit um, it grows on trees and essentially it, it comes with this like Shell. It's almost, it almost feels like a ceramic thin shell. And then you can break the shell off these pods, uh, and get essentially the tamarind pulp. And it's a little bit sticky. Um, there's threads. You can take that fresh pulp and soak it in water and then strain it. And then you basically can take all of that strained tamarind, um, Basically, you can boil it down into a syrup 
and make tamarind paste, or you can essentially uh, strain it and have tamarind water. But it's going to give you just an enormous amount of flavor. Um, I would say the tasting notes of tamarind, it's initially sweet and sour. I think that's the first thing you hear about, sweet and sour. And it really is, you know, it just, it really hits that note. I love that tamarind never gets, I don't think it ever gets too sweet. It doesn't have like that astringent quality that like some oranges have. You know what I'm talking about? Um, but it really hits that sour. Um, and there's a little bit of a caramel warmth to it. Um, it also changes in flavor as you heat and you reduce it. Uh, it's amazing with black pepper, jaggery, or fish sauce. I think if you're a fan, ginger, you know, you can add ginger to that mix. Uh, and we'll get into the uses here in a second, but essentially, uh, it can make something super plain, uh, into something super complex. And that is also why, like, I believe Tamara needs to be a pantry staple. It's also a little bit nuts to me that it is not in everybody's pantry in the year of 2021. Um, so tamarind, I thought too for a very long time, I thought it was indigenous to India, but it's actual origin is in Africa. Um, and it came from, likely came to India. Uh, from, you know, Sudan, Cameroon, or Nigeria. Um, and it was first documented in India around like 1300 BC. So, I mean, like, it's, it's Indian enough now. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, it's, it now, it's now like pretty at home in India. Uh, and India is now the largest producer of tamarind. Uh, but it's used heavily in Indian and Southeast Asian, um, and Mexican cooking. Um, there is, there is ob- obviously some African cuisines that use tamarind because they are the, the original, the original, uh, producers of tamarind. Um, so it's, it's really important and a lot of cooking that, um, everyone is familiar with, but it's still not like ketchup in the family home. And it really does need to be like a ketchup in the family home. Dare I say it has more uses. I say, you know, why are you buying ketchup and Worcestershire for your meatloaves? Y'all need to buy tamarind. Like get some tamarind in your life and, and, and you can, you can skip out. On, on all the other condiments, you know, mix that with tomato. We do it a lot in South India. Make you a tamarind, you know, sweet chili, tomato ketchup. Get out of here. No one's going to mess with you. Your house is immediately like condiment king. Do you not want to be condiment king? King and queens, of course. I consider myself a king, though. You know, you just, you just have to know, like, if, if you start thinking, thinking of yourself 
as as royalty, who would you be? I feel like I would be king. Queen is pretty good. Does anyone consider themselves a prince or a princess? Forget like, you know, like your INTJ or your, you know, like when they, when they tell you what alphabets you are and, you know, ENFTJ, ENFPQ. You know what I'm talking about when they're like, you're an introvert. You're neglectful. You're introspective. You're a person. You're an INIP. They should just be like, you're a condiment king. You're a condiment queen. I don't know where I'm going with this. I said I was going to be more focused on take three. It is, it is honestly escaping me quickly, but we're going to get back on track. I looked down on my Google doc. It has nothing about, um, condiments or being condiment royalty. So we're going to get back on track now. So let's get into the top five, I think, tamarind drinks. And and this is, once again, why you need to go to the store. Your last minute holiday shopping, it needs to be on your list, okay? Because at least, at least I think when I think about my extended family, everybody is drinking something different. And I feel like that's that's very just universally what's happening. Let's say you're having extended family, and I know we're dealing with variants. We're dealing with a pandemic that just simply won't go away. But we're still seeing some family, you know. Hopefully everyone is vaccinated and boosted and doing all they can. But you're going to see some people. Maybe you're hosting some people, right? And you know that some people only drink liquor, this kind of liquor. Some people only drink wine. You know, some people only drink white wine. Some people don't drink anything that has to do with alcohol. But you want to make sure that everything's pretty festive for everybody, right? You don't want the person that isn't currently drinking alcohol being like, oh, thank you so much for my glass of warm water. Now, if they're an Indian immigrant, they were going to love that. I mean, I do. That's the first thing I do every morning. Hot water. Hot water in the cup. Listen. Every old Indian woman has been correct so far. The things I would roll my eyes at when I was told I was like five years old. I don't know if they just intrinsically like came to me through like ancestral permutation, you know, osmosis. I'm using words I don't know what the meaning is. And honestly, that's, it's not great. It's not great for you. We're getting back on track. We're getting back there. Top five tamarind mixers slash drinks. We're going. Okay, number one. I I also believe that you should always have mezcal on hand. If you don't have mezcal in your freezer, I mean, what are you even doing, right? And Mezcal does so well with tamarind. So um, there's a restaurant in Austin. I don't know if they, this was a restaurant that like, 
It was definitely the, I would say like the, the line cook scene, right? If you worked at certain restaurants back in the 2014s, 2013s, maybe 2012s. Um, La Condesa and they would do, they would do an insane happy hour. Um, but you would be able to get a shot of mezcal with a shot of tomato juice, um, with some lime. I say you go old school La Condesa, shot of mezcal, shot of tomato, and then a shot of tamarind water. Once again, you will have many recipes of tamarind water. If you're a paid subscriber, I'm just saying. It's just like all written out for you. You know what I mean? If you do not want to buy the dried tamarind from the Desi store, you know, put the hot water over it, strain it, which I don't know why you wouldn't want to, but sure, perhaps you don't want to do that. You can also buy tamarind paste. It is going to be a more concentrated tamarind. So it's going to be, you know, thicker. It's going to be like a syrup. Um, I don't know if you can hear one of my cats just making real cat noises. So I apologize if that's what you're hearing. Um, it's going to be thicker. It's going to definitely be sweeter because that, that sugar component in tamarind is basically concentrated into a syrup. Um, so you can do, uh, the tamarind paste. If you are doing a tamarind paste, then I would essentially dissolve it in some warm water and then, um, get it into a consistency that would be, you know, nice with the shot. You don't want to like drink syrup unless it's maple syrup. There's certain maple syrups I can get down with. Like if it's, if it's snowing, not that, I mean, I, I live in Austin, Texas, you know, and other than, um, you know, a devastating winter storm <laughs> in February, we don't really get a lot of snow. But I will say during that devastating winter storm, if I had like a bottle of maple syrup, you know, and a bottle of bourbon, I think it would have been fine. I wouldn't have been fine. And that's me being trivial because it, it really was bad. Um, but it would have been better. Let me just say that. Things I'm learning, things I'm learning to get prepared. February, Austin, stock up on water, stock up on booze. Because not only was I waterless, I was also boozeless. And that is not a great place to be. We're getting back on track here. Okay, mulled wine. Mulled wine with tamarind is, if you have the right Pinot Noir in there, Pinot Noir plus tamarind is magic. I don't know what it is. It's just like Pinot Noir and roasted mushrooms, Pinot Noir and blue cheese. Put tamarind in the mix, okay? But in your mulled wine recipe, if you've got just, you know, some tamarind water in there, it's, it's going to make it magic. It just is. Um... And there's a mulled wine recipe in the uh, mulled wine newsletter. So y'all check it out. The third drink I would, I would like to present is a Negroni. Um, gin, Campari, 
tamarind. Get the tamarind in there. This is actually a great place for the tamarind paste to get in there. Uh, I don't know. Well, actually, yeah. So what I would do, let's say you're making a gin and tamarind Negroni. This is what I would do. I'd have your gin in there. I would do um, half of the Campari that you wanted to do, replace with tamarind and bitters. And obviously, you know, your big ice cube and some people like their burnt orange or orange. Negroni. Fourth. For your morning coffee, once again, another reason to make some tamarind syrup or just have the tamarind paste. I know this sounds wild, but coffee, it's something about that acidity with a little bit of tamarind syrup and oat milk. Delicious, rich, incredible. And let's just say, you know, you're hosting people. It's Christmas morning. You want to make something special. You know, you want to make something that is going to feel great without a little hit of bourbon in your Christmas morning, but could also add a little bit of bourbon in your Christmas coffee. A little bit of cinnamon on top. My God. Opening presents with a little bit of tamarind in your coffee. Come on, get out of here. Tamarind sangria. I do not have a great sangria recipe. I am working on it because I feel like Summer is coming and I want to have something ready for y'all. So I'm starting to test that out. But rest assured, tamarind's going to be a part of that sangria mix. And then the, the fifth way is kind of a catch-all. So I have started basically having always on deck our tamarind ice cubes. So I will make my tamarind water. I'll mix that with a lot of fresh lime, maybe a little bit of black pepper, Sometimes maybe some jaggery in there. And then I freeze it as ice cubes. And it's incredible because if somebody wants a cocktail, then you can just take out one of those ice cubes and pour a little bit of, you know, bourbon or mezcal and a bit of Topo Chico and some lime. And there you go. Boom. Um, it's also great for somebody to make like a makeshift mocktail. You know, you have some Topo Chico, you have tamarind ice cubes, you have some lime. That's delicious. Like, I want that right now. What's wrong with me? All I have is my coffee right next to me. Um, so, yeah. Ooh. And this was my honorable mention. I know this is going to sound strange. But a very dirty martini. So gin, Right? With a hit of tamarind water and fish sauce, I'm telling you, unreal. I know I sound insane, but the gin plus fish sauce plus your tamarind, it's, it's just a winner. I mean, this is, this is the thing. If it's, I think a good rule of thumb is, if if you like it on wings, which everyone loves tamarind and fish sauce, I would say add a little bit of jaggery to your chicken wings. It's probably good. Good in your martini. 
This is actually a rule that only applies to tamarind and fish sauce. Because I was thinking about other wing things. I was like, do I want buffalo sauce in my martini? I do not. I am dealing with the fact that I probably, I've just been talking about tamarind for the past two days, trying to record this episode, that it's just, it's taking me to a place (laughs) where some of it doesn't make any sense. I stand by all of the drinks I want you guys to try. I stand by making sure you have tamarind in your household. I stand by all of those things. But the things I probably won't stand by is uh if you like it on your chicken wing, you'll like it in your martini. I think that's just some nonsense that I just said. <laughs> um, I'm going to be interested if you can hear a cat snoring. Does anyone else's cat snore? I have one cat that is like, yeah. All right, Freya, I got you. Um, I think this is the best it's going to get with the tamarind of it all. I hope I've made my case. At least if it's not going to be here for your holidays, I think it needs to be here for your New Year's. But we're going to do, well, I am actually trying to contemplate. So I might take next week off the podcast um or i might depending depending on how much research i can get done uh i might record you know a sparkling wine slash champagne podcast but i will keep you guys posted well if this is the last 2021 podcast uh, thank you all that have listened to it. Um, I have gotten the nicest messages. Um, I am really, really, really excited about what is going to be in store for 2022. Um, I was very surprised to hear that you guys are very into my amateur wine reviews. Um, so that will definitely continue. Um, and I also have some extra podcast content that's coming for paid subscribers. So another thing is that should be on your to-do list, or I would love for it to be on your to-do list. Um, tomorrow is your last day. I think, I think it expires, uh, the holiday discount on your annual subscriptions for this Substack, um, so if you are planning on subscribing, I would do it today and get you that 15% discount, you know, um, because especially in 2022, there's going to be a lot more content for paid subscribers. Um, I am really, really excited about where all of this is going um, and whether or not you're a paid subscriber or you're, you're just subscribing. Thank you so much for the support. I really do appreciate it. And, um, I hope you guys have a very complex in a good way, like tamarind holidays. Um, but also easy holidays 
like tamarind. Big tamarind. Big tamarind hit me up. Sponsor me. I would love to be sponsored by tamarind. I would do a great job. I promise. We wouldn't get into uh, the dirty martini version of drinks via chicken wings. I promise I would be more edited. So Big Tamarind, if you're listening, check me out. All right, y'all. I'm going to get out of here. <laughs> I think we're all done here. Um, so if you are on Instagram, please follow at Sick Palette. Um, and stay safe. Um, hopefully your holidays aren't filled with new variants and hopefully, hopefully you get to have a great and slightly peaceful time because I know we all need it. All right. Bye y'all.